Welcome back to the 123 Show with me, Noreen Mir, on this Monday afternoon. And since it's Monday, let's start the week by talking about our health and fitness. And I'd like to welcome back to the studio, Nathan Solier, fitness coach. Great to see you again, Nathan. How are you doing today? Hi, Noreen. Yeah, I'm great. I'm great. Lovely. How are you? I'm well, thank you. I keep saying into the studio because it feels like you are in the studio with us. Uh, actually, we are talking uh, via Zoom today. So uh, for our listeners, feel free to join us there. You can be viewers today. Head over to Noreen Mir on RTHK Radio 3. You'll be able to see and hear Nathan Solier from Elite Personal Training. And this afternoon, we're talking about HIT training, HILOT training, HILT training. I don't even know if I'm saying all these things right, Nathan. I've only heard of HIT training. I think that's high. Um, and okay, I'll, I'm just going to hand over to you. What's what exactly is HIT training? Okay, well let, let's let's sort of go into um, let's go into sort of the background of, of a lot of these you know a lot of these new sort of uh, buzzwords like HIT and H I I T and H I L I T. And, and before I get into that, I just want to sort of go through you know, what we used to call it. And, you know, and some of your listeners may know this from the back of the day. Um, we used to have fartlek training. And fartlek training is what we have now with high-intensity um, high intensity interval training. And you've got the aerobic and then you've got the anaerobic. And the the, the the logic behind fartlek training is, is like you're going to, and we're going to use running as a way of um, just sort of demonstrating to your listeners of you know what fartlek is. And fartlek is, is is running as fast as you possibly can for um, as long as you possibly can until you cannot run with good form. So you you push yourself really hard. It's a really high intensity. And then after you can't go any further, then what you do is you stop and then you rest for a longer period of time than what you just did. So, for example, if you ran as fast as you possibly could for 30 seconds, then you would take at least a 30-second break before you went and did it again. So that can go for any exercise you want. And, you know, you could even... Uh, you you can even go for rather than just the 30 second break, you'll extend it to like a, a minute and a half. And I find that that is a really good space if you want to push yourself as hard as you possibly can. And then you take like a minute and a half or three times the amount of length of time that it took you to get uh, to that point where your your uh, your your heart rate went up very very high. And what we classify as anaerobic is anywhere between. Uh, anywhere between 80% and as close to 100% of your maximum heart rate. And have I told you how to work at your maximum heart rate? I'm sure in a previous program, but remind our listeners once again to work at our maximum heart rate. Okay, so what we do is we, we, we minus 220 is generally the, the highest heart rate that we can get. Uh, um, is That's what we, we classify as maximum heart rate now. Obviously, it's going to be different from a from a, a ten year old, and it is going to be to a twenty year old, a thirty year old, a forty year old, and above. So you minus two two twenty, and then you minus your age. So, for example, um, many of our listeners will maybe be anywhere between forty and fifty. So we'll just take fifty as a um, as a benchmark. So two twenty minus your your age, which is fifty, and then you get one hundred and seventy. 
So when we worked out that, that is based, that is a roundabout figure of how much your heart rate should go to before we move into like a danger zone. So that two, that 170 is like 100% of your maximum heart rate. So then what we do is we work out um, your percentages from there. So if we wanted to work out what your heart rate, we want to get into that anaerobic threshold, we say it's anywhere between um, uh, 80% and around 85% of your maximum of your maximum heart rate. So if we went 170 um, times by 0.8, so your heart rate should be hitting anywhere between 136 and 146 beats per minute to sort of be in that anaerobic threshold or, or above 136 and above, that will be your anaerobic threshold. That's how hard you want to be able to push yourself. So if you had a heart rate monitor, that's what you want to get to if you're 50 years old. Now, obviously, it really also depends on how old you are, uh, how fit you are, because a 50-year-old who's really unfit would be, you know, would be uh, uh, invited to have to go for 136 beats per minute. But someone who's really fit, we generally say anywhere between 12 and 15 beats per minute, either uh, either side of 136. So 136 plus 15 beats per minute is around 141 beats per minute. That would that's where we would say your 80% would be. And you would try to keep it between 80, uh, 100 and, 140 and 150 beats per minute. So that would be around that um, 80 to 82%. Now, the fart leg training, which what we now know is your high intensity interval training, is exactly that. You push yourself as hard as you possibly can for that 30 seconds, and then you have a break, you know, anywhere between um, a 30 seconds and a minute and a half is generally where we want to be, you know, to, to get that high-intensity interval training. Now you've got high-intensity training. And that high-intensity training is, um, is trying to keep your heart rate as high as you possibly can for as long as you possibly can but only dropping your heart, but when you can't go any harder, then what you do is you drop it back down a little bit, just so that way um, you were to recover a little bit, but then you push it back into the high intensity. So you're sort of trying to keep it up above that 80, 80 to 82% for as long as you possibly can. And I've worked on this a number of times, not only through my experience, but also with my clients. The, the, the sweet spot, anywhere between 80 and 82%. If you go any higher than 82%, what you'll find is that you'll burn out really quickly and then you've got to drop it back down again and you, it'll take a longer time to recover. But you can maintain that high intensity interval training between that 80 and 82%. And, you know, like I said, for a 50-year-old, that's around between 146 and, and 100 and, uh, sorry, 141 and about 151 beats per minute. So the whole idea of high intensity training is to just keep pushing yourself to that limit and try and teeter-totter on that. So that way you don't stop, but at the same time, um, uh, you know, you, you, you cannot go any harder than that. It sounds okay, like... So you've Sorry, got go these... On. Yeah, go on. No, 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 go, go on, Nathan. Yeah, so it's, it's sort of like, you know, when you have that... Um, so that, that's your high intensity high intensity training. And like I said, the high intensity interval training, you can have 
um, you know, have this break of 30 seconds before you go on to the, you know, before you do it again. Um, or you can have a longer period of break, which means that you can push yourself pretty hard in that 30 seconds, right? But you'll find that if you have a 30 second intensity, high intensity and a 30 second break, you'll find that you might be able to push yourself up to that, you know, 80 to 82 percent because it is quite hard to sort of maintain that for longer periods of time. Yeah, I was going to say, I think it sounds like a good way to be able to achieve that maximum heart rate um, because, yeah, with that break, because a lot of times when we exercise, we're not necessarily breaking in between. But this one, you're pushing, breaking, pushing, breaking, and you're sort of pushing yourself going just that much further each time. Yes, that's right. That's right. So, so you and and the thing is, is like with high intensity interval training, high intensity, all of these types of high intensity stuff, everyone just needs to be really careful and just be wary that if you do do this stuff, just make sure your form is impeccable. So when your form starts to drop, that is your um, that is your alarm bell. Yes, to stop or to drop it off a little bit, so that way you can keep that form because what we tend to go towards is this, this um, uh, you know, pushing really hard, our form starts to drop, and generally that's when we hurt ourselves. And there's a, um, and I just thought of one, you know, I, have, I haven't thought of this one, it's called AMRAP, which is as many repetitions as possible. So like the burpee, it is a little bit. Like the burpee, for example, and you see sort of people yeah. Yeah, yeah, losing yeah. their forms. You're just trying to go as hard as you possibly can. For you know, for a length of time that they may stay, and I find that sweet spot, you know, when we start to lose form, anywhere between 30 and 45 seconds, if we really push ourselves to a limit, um, when when you do a, um, uh, when you when you train for the 400 meters, this is just a little tidbit for everyone, is when you train for a 400 meter race, it is the perfect balance between anaerobic and aerobic, and the um and the in the time frame is is around 40 to 45 seconds. You know, the world record for um, 400 meters is, is anywhere between 40 and 45 seconds, you know, maximum time. And I find that is a really good sweet spot. So if you are pushing yourself, um, you know, to 100% for, um, for, for longer than 45 seconds, consider that your form will start to drop. So I find that that's a really good sweet spot. So if you know that you are doing these high-intensity uh, training or high-intensity interval training or high-intensity low-impact training, is, is that, you know, try try to keep within that 30 to 45-second window, and then you'll be doing it safely as well. Yeah. Um, so back to the high-intensity, like there's also high-intensity interval training, and then there's also HILET. What does that stand for? Oh, this is the this is the new one. This is this is perfect for the fifty year old <laughs> because it stands for high impact. Uh, sorry, high intensity, low impact training. And what it is is it's, it is high intensity, like the high intensity training, but it's high intensity, low impact. And so what you're trying to do is you're trying to keep the heart rate up there all the time, that eighty to eighty two percent or if not higher, 80 to 85%, but you're doing exercises that are low, uh, low impact. And what's a low impact exercise that you could do so that way um, uh, that it's, it's less of pressure on your joint? And those, can, those are squats, lunges, push-ups, 
dip. Modified burpees. Um, uh, Chin-ups. Um, you know, bent over rows. Um, and, you know, uh, what are they called? They're called renegade push-ups. Uh, all of these sort of exercises that have no load uh, or very, there's no impact load. So there's no jumping. Uh, there's no, you know, there's no bounding. You know, there's no jumping off things. Uh, so it's low impact on your joints, you basically, do. and it keeps... Yeah, it, that's okay. right. That's right. Which is why it's perfect for people that are, you know, in their 40s and 50s. Or recovering or from an injury. Exactly. People have been trained for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a, a plank is considered a high-intensity, low-impact training exercise and it's tiring to sort of you know hold your core together doing a plank for i don't know anywhere over 40 seconds you feel like oh you're starting to wobble a little bit and your arms are shaking and if you continuously do it again and again it's hard to keep the form without dipping your bum and slouching a little bit yeah and and look you know you you know like i said before you want to keep that between 30 and 45 seconds I, I, I don't, you know, I, you know, some people go, oh, but I can do a minute and a half. Well, what I would get you to do, especially doing a plank, get in front of a mirror, check out your form. After 30 seconds, see how your form is compared to when you started, and then 45 seconds, then a minute, and then if you go further, great. But I would assert your form starts to drop off quite considerably after a minute. So making sure that your form is super tight. I, I can't say how many times that I've, I've um, I've had clients hurt their back because they were trying to do a plank, you know, trying to push it longer and longer and longer. It it, it can be uh, it can be a, a dangerous thing to do if you're um, you know if you're trying to sort of do as many reps as possible. That's right. Um, so you know, so so that's really you know that the highlight is a great way of being able to just save your joints. So. You know, like those things I said before, is trying to incorporate anything that incorporates low impact is um, is how you can actually just save your joints rather than either skipping, which is you know impact is high impact, or or running, which is high impact, or um uh, or like a you know the old the old um, military style uh, burpees. You know, you, oh, you go down, yeah. you tuck your legs on the back, you come in, and then you jump in the air. You land and then you go back out again. So that's quite in, that, that's quite high impact. So you've just got to be wary of, of what your capabilities are, and then you can um, and then you can nail it. Yeah, I want to end uh, the, today's segment by talking about the popularity of of hit training. Why is it so popular in recent years, uh, Nathan? Because we see that you know we see fitness studios sort of branding lunchtime hit programs or after work hit programs. Why is it so popular amongst uh, you know the Hong Kong crowd, or you know, are you seeing a, a rise in in the trend globally? Well, a big part of it is because you can get your workout done in a very short space of time. And the research has shown that the, the, the high-intensity interval training uh, is a great way of getting results quickly. So rather than having to do something like for a whole hour of just a continuous kind of, you know, uh, you know movement, like just a nice, nice like slow rowing. jog or a nice walk, <laughs> you'll, yeah, you'll burn more calories over that period of time than you would if you were just going for a slow walk. And your heart rate stays up for a long period of time when you do high-intensity interval training. And I've seen it, uh, you know, it, with my own experience, and I've seen it with clients, 
you know, when you do these high-intensity high interval training, it does not only raise their heart rate to a certain point, but it also touches their anaerobic threshold. When you're doing aerobic exercise, generally, you know, we won't be pushing past what our anaerobic threshold is. We'll only stay, we'll stay with underneath it, which allows us to be able to keep continuing on. But the high-intensity interval training pushes you past that. And so it's become really popular because it, it saves us a lot of time and there's also a, a great sense of achievement <laughs> when you sort of yeah, the endorphins. point of like, oh my God, I felt like I was going to die and it's a bar and they, 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 they love it. Um, but I've also seen, you know, the other side, the flip side as well, is that, you know, when people do the high intensity of training and then they just go, wow, I just can't keep doing this. This is like, it really does drain my, uh, my adrenals and, and, and it, you know, and, and I feel super tired or I might get dizzy or even worse growing up. So, you know, it, it, it's got those both sides in there, right? Because you've got this, this one that goes, right, I can, I can have my workout done in 20 minutes. But then I, um, uh, but then on the other side of the coin, I've got some, uh, you know, I feel like I'm going to throw up. So I think, you know, the, it's... the popularity of the high intensity interval training is, 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 is great. But at the same time, I think not everyone's going to keep doing it. So my advice is to get that balance between high intensity interval training and slow, constant training. Great. Well, Nathan, thank you so much once again for your time this afternoon talking about uh, high intensity training with us this afternoon. And that's Nathan Solier from Elite Personal Training. Thank you very much indeed for your time again, Nathan.